0: Let me grab my cup on this one. It's New and Making Noise Podcast. Yours truly, Incognito.
1: And DJ Missy. All right,
0: we're back for another episode. On this episode, we sat down with the young boy.
1: N.L.E. Chopper. Let
0: I me mean, Google this, man. I ain't never really Googled N.L.E. Chopper. We
1: are from Memphis.
0: You heard me. You heard me, man. One time for all of our uh, Memphis subscribers that are tuned in right now. Definitely. He, he's a young guy, birthday November 1st, born in 2002.
1: Oh, Oh, golly. How, sis, don't that make you feel like, because my sister in the building right now. Yeah. Don't that make you feel like, is we the old bitches now? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: I'll let you have that one. I just shut up when it came to that. I ain't even going to tell you what I had going on in 2002. But uh, he's the Memphis-based rapper, and he turned down two major deal offers by the age of 16. Wow. He didn't tell us that one.
1: He didn't, but you also know his mom is his manager as well. You're right. And we live for the Momager's.
0: Yes, the Momager was in the building the whole time. Momager said, uh, we even asked him to do us an intro for our radio show. He said, y'all
1: got y'all got the beat. Got <laughs> Can we do it now? Yeah, he ready to go. Cause we got about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten interviews with Chopper. For real. he alumni with us for real.
0: Yeah, he's probably like one of the first ones. We even did something in Atlanta at Slutty Vegan with him. Mm-hmm. Uh we
1: listening party.
0: Man, we done so much with NLE Chopper at this point. He family
1: so, for real. That's our cousin.
0: Mr. Bryson LaShawn Potts.
1: Oh, come on, Bryson LaShawn.
0: Bryson LaShawn Potts.
1: That's crazy. But let's get into how Memphis is really taking over the game right now.
0: Memphis got the energy. Memphis got it. And it's like they, it's the slow grind. They slow walked it and they.
1: It is. They definitely took their time because it's been a thing. 90s on up. But it's still like, you know, they kind of been overshadowed yes. by a lot of other cities like Cali, Atlanta, yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Memphis has been overshadowed over time. Sure. They've been the underdogs. Memphis like... artists
0: used to even have to shoot down to Houston
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to get their shot. Shout out to the Suave House, man. Paul MJG. Uh, yeah. People used to have to go down there just to put Memphis on just the map. Just to
1: put Memphis on the map. Mm. And that's that's a dope look. Yeah, I mean, Memphis really got it right now. From Glow to Gotti to Rest in Peace Dolph, Kegok.
0: Moneybag.
1: Moneybag. Uh, Big Boogie
0: Gloss Up on the way up Gloss
1: Up Kate
0: Michelle from Memphis You heard me
1: Kay Michelle from Memphis And what's crazy Is she posted a throwback video Of herself on her Instagram For real And you hear that Memphis Accent (laughs) heavy Up and through there She even said that In the caption Like you can hear I'm from Memphis (gasps) But after a while Once you start getting Into that Hollywood life You're gonna start Going through speech classes And all of that They be on some Like that accent Go away But it's crazy How like Memphis Is really taking over The game right now So do you feel like Any other city Or state Has a potential To take over after
0: memphis man memphis got it so much in a chokehold right now man i couldn't even like imagine the next city that has it um mm-hmm. i remember this past summer they did like a um cartoon sports illustrated of memphis finest and it was a lot of those people that you just named it even included uh black youngster mm-hmm. uh don trip was on that thing um Project Pat.
1: Project Petal. Yeah,
0: Petal. 3-6 <laughs> Mafia, Ball and G. I mean, it's like they just been standing.
1: And I'm not going to hold you like in Cleveland, 3-6 Mafia and Project Pat. Mm. We damn near claim them like they are on for real. Mm-hmm. That side. Because Cleveland, we, we going to rock out to some 3-6 and some Project Pats. Oh, the money. Shout you out to Drummer me, Boy
0: on the production side, just for Memphis. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hit boy.
1: Kid. Hit Kid, what it do, man? Yeah, that's hard that they really got that. But how do you feel being a Georgia native? Uh Knowing that, you know, Atlanta has really had the game on lock for over a good, what, 20 years? Yeah,
0: it's been that, yeah.
1: And just to be like right now with like Thug and Gunna and YSL being locked up and a lot of the main artists kind of, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, kind of dying down for real. It's like Atlanta really got baby right now. I seen a
0: tweet that said, uh, man, I'm just tired of hearing 21 Savage, Gunna, Young Thug, and Future on all the songs, man. They keep saying the same thing, it. so atlanta does really need some new superstars i mean you know we hold on as much as we can but I, we i'm definitely checking for the new superstars but as of right now memphis has the new superstars mm-hmm. and the point of taking a break and, and spreading it around you know uh atlanta is the home of black excellence in Wakanda, but i just love when everybody eats and i'm enjoying what memphis is doing hell yeah i'm enjoying it
1: hell yeah and memphis is that the home of st
0: Jude? yes
1: Memphis is the home of St. Jude
0: Yeah so you got to show them some love
1: Got to show them some love for that
0: Hey speaking of showing love and you know uh, What do we think is next and coming Let's uh, check in with our dog A Plus Yes sir and, And see what he has trending and what's new coming up
2: period. What's up, Plus? What you got? Ink and Mrs. What's the Word? It's A-Plus checking in with my picks of the week. These are the songs I'm highlighting that are must-haves for your playlist. And since we talking about Memphis, I'm going to keep it in the 901 for my first two picks of the week. All right? Up first, Bag Yo. He just dropped a new single called Quickie. I'm going to let you guess what that one's about, all right? But the sample on this song Quickie is from Lamont Dozier's Prelude. It's the same one you hear in Lil Wayne's PMW. And for those a little bit older, it's the same sample you hear in outcast jazzy bell so i know you know what i'm talking about and bag on here talking is talk to the ladies as usual and it's one of them ones you got to get used to hearing because it's gonna be in rotation asap all right money bag yo quickie make sure you put that on your playlist also in memphis keeping it in memphis finesse two times his mixtape 90 days is out right now and like he said finesse bringing real back you know i'm saying he really doing it he's talking that real talk the whole time and at this moment i gotta say is there another rapper with a more urgent and aggressive flow that finesse two times like he doesn't have the type of music you can listen to in the background it's just not possible when you put finesse on he's making you listen to every word by force all right but my pick off the project is gotta be that outside all right this features more of that talk that he's quickly becoming known for and i'm looking forward to more people tapping in with finesse two times movement and i don't know you might hear him on the new and making noise podcast in the near future all right taking it to the a one time it's my dog metro boom and his new album heroes and villains is available everywhere now and this is an all-star affair. I mean, The Wizard, Future's on there, of course, alongside Chris Brown, Travis Scott, 21 Savage, The Weeknd, Don Tolliver, ASAP Rocky, Gunna, and my guy who has the third pick of the week, Young Thug on that Metro Spider. And if you've been missing Thug's music like a lot of us, then press play on that Metro Spider, because it's like three minutes of that fire that Thugger and Metro have produced for close to a decade now. That Metro booming, Young Thug, Metro Spider is perfect for your workout, playlist it's all energy so make sure you add that one all right detroit what up though my dog baby face ray he just dropped his latest album mob his second project of the year and let me tell you he didn't disappoint at all i've been listening to faces music now for like the last five years and to see him not only at the forefront of the detroit rap movement but the new wave of hip-hop period that's something i'm really proud of i can't lie and also as a member of the 2022 double xl freshman class ray is proof that the grind pays off so with that being said my pick off of this album mob gotta be that brand new benz produced by k money if you've been rocking with Ray's music for a while you know that brand new Benz that production that sound this is the epitome of that real Detroit sound that made fans take notice over the last few years so make sure you tap in with my guy Ray new album Mob is out now and I'm picking that brand new Benz off the album and last but not least Scissor is finally back with her new album SOS available everywhere now it's been five years can you imagine that five years since her album Control dropped so needless to say Fans been starving like for real. Like but SZA came with 23 songs on this album. So she knew the people were waiting long enough. And as it's a lot of great songs on SOS to pick, I'm going to go with Love Language. You know when you hear rappers going crazy with a certain flow, you hear people say they're in the pocket. And SZA does this more effortlessly Than I've ever heard singers do And this love language Is a great example Of SZA just being in the pocket And one with the beat The production on this album Top to bottom Is fire by the way But if I gotta get you To listen to one song Off SZA's new album SOS, this week I recommend that love language Off top to you And that's my picks for the week Make sure you follow me On the gram At A underscore plus Now let's tap in With Ink and Misses. As this week We got NLE Chopper Checking in It's new and making noise
0: What's up NLE Chopper What's going on Hey man you been in that studio all the time you right back at it
3: yeah doing it again always about to do it again yes
0: playing on the words bro He got this record do it do it again Mm -hmm. how did this record come about
3: man record came about was just trying to bring something old and mix it with the new you know i feel like it's a new wave a new style going around like them jersey club beats so shout out to new jersey and i'm trying to bring a sample you know some old school back to it and i feel like i mixed the old with the new well. so you know
1: that's dope so when you got in the studio and you Mm -hmm. first heard that beat what was that like
3: I'm I'm gonna be honest, like, I listened to it, I was like, yeah, we ain't no way this just came about. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like, it was just, it was a breath of fresh air type of beat. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was something I haven't heard, you know, I feel like it was extremely new because of just the Jersey sound that came with the sample. You know, the little Jersey sounds, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom, yeah. boom. So that little up-tempo, little, little bop gave it that life, I feel like, and it just refreshed it, so... It was beautiful.
1: That's dope because mm-hmm. that was definitely a different vibe from mm-hmm. you, like yeah. with that type of beat with your country twang <laughs> on to it. That yeah. was that was dope. Mm-hmm. So you also got your single Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. Break that down.
3: Yo, so Ice Spice was crazy, and I can um I, when I see Tay Keith, I'm always laugh about it because me and Tay Keith, we've known each other before I blew up, and like. You know what I'm saying? We just now getting our first song, yeah. Wow. So like it's been times where he sent me beats and it's just like I recorded to some before, but I never dropped it. And it was just like, yo, like my people used to always ask me, How y'all from the same city? Y'all ain't did nothing yet. So right. boom. We ended up finally getting in the studio. He played me like three or four beats. And they were they were hard beats, but I'm real picky when it comes to beats. Like out of hundred beats, Somebody will play me. I only like like nine or eight mm-hmm. because I like want one the ones that's just real special. So boom, he played that one. No, no. So he played four of them. I told him, I said, yo, I want some that you will, that you will play for Drake. And he he looked at me. He was like okay and he went he went in a whole different folder and played that one that was the first song he played out of that and um shit i just hopped on the beat
0: uh let's stay in memphis for a minute man mm-hmm. i know you be on that basketball court mm-hmm. going crazy uh john moran is doing his thing yeah have you had the chance to play uh one-on-one with him yet
3: no nah, no nah, not yet but you know i be sitting front row with some of the games i'll be watching him play i mean like he's the most entertaining player in the league right now for, for sure. sure like you know, I feel like I kind of felt basketball was losing a little bit of entertainment in a mm-hmm. sense, you know, because I'm a huge Kobe fan. I grew up watching Kobe a lot, and I just feel like he was the most entertaining player to me because he, you know, he was hitting shots you wouldn't think would go in. He was dunking on people 34, 33, you know. Yep. um. So, John ja Morant, for sure, he's hes won me over as a player. He's like one of my favorite. Him and LaMelo, for sure. For sure. So. Being
0: so young in this mm-hmm. industry, man, what keeps you motivated to keep going?
3: man just just not I'm not where I want to be at. you know I'm not where let me let me rephrase that I'm not where God showed me I'm gonna be at. Mm-hmm. so I know the things I manifest on the daily you know the things I pray about I know in order to get there I gotta bust I gotta bust it you know what I'm saying I ain't, I ain't trying to cuss or nothing but I gotta work extremely hard to get the um the power of making things work is putting the effort in and putting the work in so uh, I try to make sure that I'm going in like overtime like I'm in the studio from 8 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next morning. I do that for a whole week mm-hmm. or a whole 2 weeks straight. Like, you know, I go in the studio for a week and I come out with like 30 songs. Mm-hmm. Like I try to go hard as I can because I know um I'm, I'm 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 real big on the saying you sow what you reap and when it's time to reap what I sowed, I know like it's going to come back in like times a thousand, million, whatever because I'm putting the work in. Mm-hmm. So
1: so how did you know that music was the lane that you wanted to be into?
3: Um I knew music was a lane for me because um I didn't really know how to express my thoughts, my feelings and what my heart said it, you know what I'm saying? I was never the person to voice how I felt because I just genuinely didn't really know how. Right. Um when I found Music when I found writing songs When I found listening to certain beats That bring out a certain Or can trigger a certain emotion Or a certain trauma It helped me to talk about what I went through mm. So I was using music as I'm still am I'm using music as a therapy You know more so than just Something to, to make And then like listen back to it It's like a it's like a let, a let out You know it's like a, a happy place as well You know the same way How I make hypes, hype songs You know a lot of stuff like that is fueled off anger that i probably went through or if i can make a love song love song is fueled off where my heart is you know it's just come in different pockets you know
1: definitely for sure mm-hmm. so how do you feel about the current state of music right now
3: i feel like it's elevating to something very different um i finally can say it's getting I feel like it's getting a lot of out of the shoot 'em up bang bang bang. Mm-hmm. Which is getting back fun. Yeah, it's getting fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you got it's a lot of music that's actually fun out right now. And that's what that's what I want to listen to. That's what I like to hear. That's like what I like to make now. You know, the shoot 'em up, bang, bang stuff is cool, you know what I'm saying? But I feel it gets repetitive and it's also detrimental to, to a lot of us. Um, I feel like you can rap about it but rap about it on a different type of beat that make people want to dance and you'll yeah. forget about it. Yeah. You'll really forget it's a killing song. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for safety instance when I made Walk them Down, a lot of people love Walk them Down because you d- you don't really understand. It's a killing dance song. The whole song, walk them down. <laughs> yeah, the whole song. The whole song is about violence. Yeah. But once you listen to it, it's not like you want to go do something. It's like you just want like, to move. Like it. Yeah, yeah, you want to dance. So it's elevated styles of just trap or drill. And I feel like the world is elevating in style right now. And the people that's not elevating are slowly trickling off. So you know,
0: truly, yeah. your shows are electrifying, man. What's some mm-hmm. of your favorite songs to perform?
3: Man I gotta say Camelot for sure Like especially when The police in the building yeah. Because I know I, um, <laughs> On one of the parts On the hook Is like I say if the police Cause they ain't gonna stop You know nothing Or whatnot. And it just be funny Because you know I ain't gonna lie I love, I love the police um, it, All cops ain't bad You know but I hate I hate the bad cops For sure But you know All cops ain't bad But at the same time It's just funny Cause we'll be looking back Everybody be looking back While I'm performing it And if it's police In the building When I say their part We always look at them Just to see how they <laughs> <laughs> just to see their face and stuff but um yeah for so get the crowd hype that one and um narrow road and, and um you got to end it off with shouta of flow for show, the sure the original
0: yeah one. they love that that mm-hmm. made the heads go crazy hey man you stay in the community more so in the schools mm-hmm. encouraging mm-hmm. and leading the youth you do mm-hmm. reading programs and things mm-hmm. of that nature if it's something that you could do next year mm-hmm. to to continue that uh journey what would you say you would do
3: um for sure um putting a reading program in as many schools as I can. Um, Cause I've seen what it's done for, for one school. I've seen it take one school to a failing school to a reward school. Come on, like for real, like I've seen, I've seen me just implementing a reading challenge to the students. I've seen kids actually going to the restroom reading books and lines walking in the line reading books hopping out the car and the car riding line to start school reading books walking into school with the books in their hand wow. I've challenged kids to read a hundred thousand words and these to be the same kids that read a million words at the end of the year I've seen like them I didn't even put a number on one school and they read 27 million as a whole wow. so I've seen what my voice and what my positive influence can do to a kid you know so the same way I remember one time I remember I had um this kid used to Facetime me and he he used to show me like his nerf guns he was like look I got guns like you do <laughs> and it kind of sparked me mm. since that and it and it and it and it it was a helpful thing that I know what he's accustomed to seeing from me so from that day on I wanted my message to be if okay I may not be the best positive light when it comes musically but outside of music what can I do day to day that can enrich kids or um mm. um help develop kids to understand that okay this is entertainment that you see on youtube and stuff but me coming to this school and helping you with this is what's real mm. so that's why i try to be like a balanced role model you know because i know every you can't be perfect all the time you know right. you you're just human so
1: Definitely. Would mm-hmm. you ever write, like, a children's book or anything? I've either? already wrote one. That's hard. I wrote
3: one. <laughs> I wrote one. So that's another goal. So my thing is I'm teaming up. we still teaming up with Accelerated Reading, right? I'm teaming up with Accelerated Reading. I don't know if y'all know what that is, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, fe- I'm, I'm fairly young. I, I just turned 20, but when I was in school, it's this thing called um, Accelerated Reading, and it's like AR. So boom, you read the book and then you go to the testing and they have like a 21 question test about the book Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it lets you know like did you learn something from the book you read they ask you book they ask you questions that you had to read to know the answer to so with that being said i'm teaming up with accelerated reading and um i'm I'm hoping to come out with my children's book and and accelerated reading go across all schools yeah so I'm I'm hoping to put my my book through there and have people take tests on it and then let let me know what they learn from it and um that's another way to expand my reach to the kids though. them know so what's dope. important. Yeah, that's that's what's up. That's so true. what
1: else are you working on um for this yeah. upcoming year that you could tell us about?
3: Man, this upcoming year I'm working on a lot, but the main thing I'm prioritizing right now is finishing my my my, my um I ain't even going to say mixtape, I'm going to say my project Cottonwood mm-hmm. 2. It's going to be coming top of the year. Um, for sure before um, before, before April for sure But I'm aiming like around January, February So it's going to be one of my I think it's going to be my best project to date for sure And um, I might have a few follow-ups with that one But that one's going to be one of the ones That's I, up NLE
0: Chopper is here posting on the corner with yours, Trillian, Cognito, and DJ Missus. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my first times seeing you go viral was you was in the studio with Bird, man. <laughs> yeah. What's some <laughs> words of advice or something he might have told you that stuck with you throughout your career? I'm
3: going to be honest. Me and Birdman man, didn't really talk as much. <laughs> like, I couldn't really remember too many. Like, I, I honestly can't really remember too many um, conversations we had during that period because he was working in a different studio but I do remember him saying um, Say I ain't getting that, that verse hot there boy. <laughs> 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 But like I remember him saying one of my verses was hot So like you know I mean it's always good I feel like more so the energy of him wanting to meet me Was um, a beautiful thing Because um, he a legend But I do know one memory with him that, that was that stood out for me Yo, I I had this video I rapped to my mom on Mother's Day. You know, I was I was always I wasn't the best child, so I tried to when it came around for gifting seasons, I always made sure I got my mom a good gift mm-hmm. to try to be like, you know, I know I know I'm bad, <laughs> but, but like, hey, here, you know, what I'm saying probably just a you know you were overlooked there for a little minute. So mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote Dear Mama and I wrote it to um. Tupac beat Dear Mama You know Mm -hmm. Tupac was always An inspiration for me And I rapped I remixed Dear Mama And rapped it to her in a car And um There was two years Before I blew up And when I came to him He had that video Saved in his phone With the date on it He was like He was like This you ain't it I was like yeah And I was like I was like what I was like how you get that He said (laughs) He said I've been watching you I was like that's crazy Cause you never know Who watching you Like that video did like 12,000 14,000 On my Instagram Or whatnot, Mm. You know But you never thinking Like Birdman Or or these peers Are watching it It went viral So you know Wow It's crazy Mm -hmm.
1: So with you Just turning 20 Being young How did you know That you had to get right With your spirit
3: Man because It's this thing That play in my head Every day I did something That wasn't Aligned with my spirit And it was just Lauren Hill saying How you gonna win When you ain't right with them Mm -hmm. Like Every time I did something, like every time I thought, of, every time I said, "Why I'm not here? Why I'm not there?" came to me. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? It was like a spirit guy kept putting it in my mind, or God mm-hmm. just kept pushing it in my, in my mind. And um, I finally started to take certain, certain, certain journeys within myself to try to make sure. My traumas, whatever, I'm in mean my best health, whatever it is internally that's eating me up, that's not allowing me to be the best version of me to shine my light that God gave me. Mm-hmm. I made sure I went in and I and I made sure I, I put construction on it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people, when, when they're feeling like they're not where they're supposed to be, it's, it's a few things. First and foremost, you have someone around you that's blocking your blessing. Secondly, it's you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go within yourself to change certain habits, certain traits that people may have that's holding one back. So, you know, that's pretty much the journeys I've been going on. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So how um can you explain to the youth how important it is to protect your peace?
3: Oh, uh, protecting your peace is extremely important because God, I feel like it's it's a it's a thing that's not talked about enough. You know, a lot of things get misconstrued. Um your church isn't what's down the street. Your temple isn't what's down the street at the corner. Mm-hmm. Your temple and your church is your body. Mm-hmm. You have one vessel. God gave you this vessel to cherish this vessel. You know what I'm saying? This is where God lives. Mm-hmm. God lives within people. God don't live in the air. The above is up here. Mm-hmm. He lives in the body. So you have to make sure the body is as pure as possible to receive what he have for you. And that's about the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, that's this well-worded right there. This yeah, just how it is. You I know that's right. You just got to feed the temple, and the f- temple for me is my body, my vessel, making sure I'm the best, because you only get one of these skins. Okay. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's only one skin, and um, just love it and take care of it. Period. going take you over care there. of you.
0: I see you over there tatted,
3: man. What was your first tattoo? My first tattoo... Man, it was a girl name. I ain't gonna lie to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's covered up though. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out there. It's covered up. All right. I had my mama name my, my first. My first. My first session, I got a girl name on my neck and my mama name right here, both of them covered up. Yeah. <laughs> See, I had to make room for this one, but my mama on my on my I chest guess, though. Yeah. So she still felt some type of way. How you gonna remove my tat? Man, you got I got your whole face on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's one, one so thing
0: cool. you would say people get uh, misconstrued about you, bro? Um,
3: misconstrued about me. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I feel a lot of people think I'm weird. Like a lot of things I, t- I preach about um or talk about, people find I guess weird because they don't understand it. Mm. But um I know some people once they get there, it all resonate and they'll be like, okay, I see where he was coming from or I see you know what I'm saying why he did certain things. Like I see why this nigga. I mean, why he was bare while he was butt naked outside taking a shower in the rain. <laughs> like, you know, I, I look at myself like my old self, I look at myself from my old self standpoint, i am like, man, you got your mind. But then when I come back to to my current reality, I realize, you know, like say the instance with the shower thing, um, showering in the rain, like when you think about it, when you go in your shower at home, what is it? It's it's a replica of raindrops. It's a shower head. You know the, the the shower head is called a rain shower head. You know what I'm saying? So certain things like that, and I just think about like how my ancestors lived back in the day. When those showers, they had to wait till their rain came yeah. to wash up. So right. you know certain things like that. But um, I feel like this one thing that's misconstrued. I think I'm just ahead of my time a little bit and a little bit far back. My time <laughs> oh, That's right
1: So what advice do you have For um, artists Trying to get in this game Right now
3: um, Just stay dedicated Stay consistent Cause um, Keep God first as well And um, just know Anything possible You know If your mind can think it You can achieve it mm. Only thing you gotta do Is just work towards it I feel like um, There's nothing That's impossible Like nothing at all So sure. You just gotta think it um, Achieve it And keep working towards it You will get the and Keep God first That's the biggest thing Prayer every night you know what I'm saying? Pray every night. <laughs> Definitely. You gotta stay protected.
1: So would you ever get into acting or anything like that? Do you have any <laughs> other dreams you want to accomplish outside of mm-hmm. uh, your rap career?
3: That's another thing. Um, that, that When you said what I have planned for next year, mm-hmm. I'm ready now. Like, they sent me scripts mm-hmm. in the past, and I just know I wasn't ready for it at mm-hmm. the time. But now I'm ready. I'm extremely ready. And um, if they don't send me any this year... I have no no problem with making my own. I was about to say, come on, do your own. I can write my own script. Mm -hmm. I can write my own story. This, and I just wait on them to come back around. But if I really want to come back to my roots and like give like a like an autobiography of me of my whole life, that's what I really want to do. And I got the people around. I know some people that can write it out. I can just Mm -hmm. talk to a person, and they can just type everything out. Then come back, come with the scripts. You know what I'm saying? Mm And they'll be perfect for me.
1: No. So. Yeah. Gotta love that. When it came
0: to you stepping in the industry and mm-hmm. picking an artistry name, mm-hmm. was NLE Chopper the first name you chose?
3: On the first name I had was Wine r Chopper. So Chopper was like always a nickname I had amongst my peers, but Wine um, Art came from a, a group I was rapping with at a time. And then I took like a independent route. I wanted everything to just be soulfully a reflection of me because mm-hmm. um I felt like I'm always just in tune with with myself, and I ain't really. Rock well amongst other people. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my thoughts and my what I had to accomplish was always genuinely like, it's hard to explain, but I just know I want to for ownership of my own control, if that makes sense. I'm my own man, yeah. if that makes sense. So, you know, I created my own brand in the elite at like 14, 15. I had a trademark and everything, That's you know? Hard. So, That's you know. what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? I gotta go. I got a few of them, and it's not in no order. I gotta go minister society, mm-hmm. um, poetic justice, boys in the hood, um, a butt around, and um, yeah, man, yo like Creed, 80s, baby. yo I, 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 Creed though. I gotta throw a new one in there, Creed. Creed. I love Creed, like the first one, the very first one. Wow, and, um, deuces too. It's a lot of movies, like especially the old ones though. Like those are movies I rock with, cause mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't nothing like. That was pushed in it, like as far as agenda, it was just raw. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was reflective of what What's we went to on now? a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. It was cultural. So I love movies like that. That's why I said, like, if they want to send me scripts, I'm not tripping because I know what I really want to innovate. I want to mm-hmm. innovate the raw, mm-hmm. uncut, the real, the real stuff. Mm-hmm. What we really go through. We and, need and modern day-to-day. day juices and that's the, uh, what we need. Justice. We need modern we need day boys those. In the hood. We need yeah, those. So I'm, I'm willing to provide those myself. You know what I'm saying? So
1: so are there mm-hmm. any um artists or producers that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet
3: man i feel like i feel like i for sure like i said every time somebody asks me i for sure want to work with drake i feel like that's a major accomplishment mm-hmm. um i feel like a lot of people want to work with him because of what he can bring into an artist but i want to work with him out of respect because yeah. you know what i'm saying i remember when i was growing up i used to watch a lot of things like how Drake would face hate because, you know, he was biracial or he was from the grassy mm-hmm. or that he was a Jew or whatnot. I, I remember all the hate that I saw that he faced and people didn't really embrace him. But mm-hmm. now he like, big homie. Yeah, <laughs> like, <right>. You <laughs> got to check in, you got to tap, gotta tap in. in like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want, want to be, want to have that type of feature or want to work with him. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like one of the ones that understand the trials and tribulations He probably went through To get that To want to be You know To be sitting on that throne Hell yeah So I respect it Because I feel like I go through the same thing I respect what I What I um what I resonate with mm-hmm. um, Producer wise um, Yo I just did some stuff With Timbaland Like it was crazy uh, That's big yeah, yeah. That's huge That man went in the studio started beatboxing Made a beat And everything <laughs> And I rapped on it I'm like yo, that man Beatboxing <laughs>
1: <Yeah."> <laughs> That's an experience
3: But, but yeah, like I feel like that was that's huge right there, but I feel like Dr. Dre, for sure, that'll be hard. Like 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 them old school producers, I wanna get back to them. Like yeah. I wanna do that. And it will be hard.
0: Oh man, yeah. on your worst day, what's something that keeps you smiling?
3: My daughter. <laughs> All the time. Let out. She got the she got one of them smiles and she yeah. got one of them personalities. Yeah. She a Gemini too, so she crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Must be two sides. She crazy.
3: She tell me shut up, no punching me. I was like, dang, <laughs> I'm her punching bag. But you know what I'm saying. She love her punching bag, so I can't complain.
1: So how do you <laughs> find balance with being a father and being yeah. this hip hop star?
3: Well, my my baby mother make that easy. <laughs> 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 so um, shout
1: out to baby moms. <laughs>
3: But um, I mean, just finding finding a balance. Um, I feel like I'm a father. I feel like one of those things you don't you don't even consider considerate um balance even being in it because I'm I feel like I'm a full time father. Like mm. even if I see somebody else children or something, like you know what I'm saying I'm like yo that like just yeah it, keeps it just it just kicks in. I feel like. I'm all times like a father, like whether it's from pets to whatever, whether it's somebody older than me and I'm trying to help them out with something. It's like I'm always giving like a dad type of energy, because I feel like I'm 20, but I'm like far along yeah, mentally, also, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm always like a dad. I've always been one. And
0: I mean, choppers in the studio tonight. Oh, <laughs> We this is how you up? kick out the last month of 2022, Come on. And we it's still the, bringing it into the I, new year. It's the first of them, month. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be mean, chopping your song on the radio, my boy. I already heard it too. You on the
3: radio, boy. boy. Are you
0: going up on TikTok with this song?
3: It's uh, 164,000 and counting videos. Ooh, Come on. Man. Like, there's 164,000 people. Like, and it's not keep just America. It up. Yeah. What's crazy is this song is doing better internationally. Yeah. yeah. America, like UK, um, Nigeria, everywhere, Africa, whole, you know, the whole Africa. Got that passport uh-huh. in your pocket yeah. right now. You yeah. ready to yeah. go see them? Like, we need that international tour. I'm ready. <laughs> <NL> <laughs> I just came off one this year for sure. It's going to be even more lit now. Come on. Yeah, NLE Chopper's
0: here. If they want to tap in with you on social media, how can they do that, dog?
3: Man, tap in NLE Chopper Music on Instagram, NLE Chopper Music on TikTok, NLE Chopper One on Twitter. Man, Snapchat, N L E Chopper Music everywhere, just search me up. I'm there, the dude with the blue check.
1: How you <laughs> a- so you were talking Man. about the international tour. I gotta ask you, what was one of your most craziest moments being on tour? Yes. I'm
3: gonna be honest, the red light district in Amsterdam. Yeah. And that, you know y'all know what that is? I mm-hmm. heard of it. So so prostitution is legal there. Yeah. And um it was my first time I ever paid for for pussy. But I feel like I paid for an experience because you yeah. know, you overseas. <laughs> you know, you overseas. You
1: say if I'ma do it, I'ma do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
3: it's like so imagine um have y'all ever been to Bill Street Memphis? Yes. So so let's just say downtown, right? And um, you walking downtown in the strip Let's just say Las Vegas Strip okay. Everybody been there mm-hmm. So you walking on Las Vegas Strip And it's like These buildings And like They go Like for a whole block long And it's like Two stories So you got one on top One on bottom One on top One on bottom mm-hmm. And in then in the, Inside of the window It's a red light And these women there, They either have like Their tops on Their bras And their panties And then you can go in there And pay them To have sex with them But I I feel like I did it because it was just an experience. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I looked at mom. I was like, mom. I was like, mom, I got to do this. Yeah. I said, I said, I got. it was crazy. My girl was with me too. I said, I got to do this. And, yeah. and we both went in there. Yeah. Like, we had That's fun. Awesome. It did you a, drag her? Huh? Did, did, you I d- did I drag I- her in there? Yeah, I mean think no. she wanted to do it Just as I So look We had fun I mean Amsterdam It forever It forever got me you like, that's forever. right I, I wanted, wanted to pay him <laughs> <laughs> Okay It was lit man I yeah. know that's right But like Besides from that That gotta be like But that's one of them things Like I feel like When you get about oh, you grandpa and your kids get older, you can share, like, those type stories with them. This gonna forever resonate because it was, like, an experience. But even further than that, like, the love I got over there from my fans was crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. Copenhagen was crazy. Tel Aviv was crazy. They was, like, they was following us the whole way to the hotel. Like, I almost got out the... Car and started fighting them. Cause like that was that was bad as hell, but it was love. <laughs> like it was a, a loving type of bad. Like they was at the window. Fuck you, Chopper, fuck you. But you you know it was love because like that was there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it was one of them things like, damn, this nigga don't want to get out the car. Fuck you, fuck you. But then let me go back home and bump his music. Like one of them <laughs> type of things. Like it was beautiful. So I had fun. I enjoyed myself. That's dope know? Hey man, what's your favorite ratchet song? My favorite rat. Hmm. Damn, what is my favorite ratchet song? I gotta go Boosie Set it off. I feel yeah. like this, this is wretched as ratchet as it go yeah, for me. As yeah. a male for sure. Yeah. Uh, I just heard some shit from Summer Walker too. Uh, y'all heard that? Her baby,
1: her baby mama song. Yeah, that yeah. was funny to
3: me. <laughs> <laughs> I found that funny for sure. Yeah. But uh, I gotta go set it off. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm.
1: dope. So, um, would you be in for Memphis? Would you and Glover ever link up for a track?
3: Yeah, we supposed to be doing one next week, New Ooh, York. Yeah, need um, that. I we I supposed to be putting on this real Memphis. Style type beat It was just gonna be Memphis Everything is Memphis around it Uh, DJ Paul Actually did the beat So It's gonna be a beautiful thing For sure How does it feel to
1: know that Memphis is really like Controlling the wave right now
3: Man it's just it's like we kinda we kinda we kinda been doing it, but they didn't want to give us our props, but now it's like undeniable because it's like artists after artists. First you had Boy, then you had me, then you had Pooh Shikes, mm-hmm. then you had finesse two times, then you got Glorilla, then you got Bag, then you got like so many different artists that are just popping it right now for Memphis and on. Um, then you got John ja Morant. Mm-hmm. Like Memphis is just a Time big through. spotlight right now. So
0: As Man, well. you and Rick Ross was just in the studio, y'all got one in.
3: Man. I ain't going to lie. We just made something crazy. Like really? we we, He just made me step up to a plate. Like, when I heard his verse, I said, yo, I got to step up to the plate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, he did his thing. He did roast. It wasn't nothing, like, to where it's, like, you know what I'm saying, that just blown out on your mind type thing. But it was roast. It was, mm-hmm. like, the fact that I, I'm on a... I'm on a song with the closest thing to me that'll be another Biggie just off the voice he have. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you hear that voice, you know that voice. Just like Biggie. You heard his voice, his voice. But Ross, when you hear his voice, it's just so elevated and, you know, it's like luxury to me. Mm -hmm. So I had to step to that plate. And uh, I did. We made a classic. I ain't gonna lie. That's
1: dope. So Mm -hmm. if you could change one thing about this industry, what would you Mm -hmm. change?
3: People helping. You know, people being, people, people showing love, you know what I'm saying? And not just showing love because... You at your peak Or you you this Or for them to gain Something off of it I feel like I honestly think The industry need more people Like me Like in the same sense Like I'm the type of person I love I love to show love I love to Give people their flowers I love to I just love to give I'm just a big piece of heart (laughs) Like You know what I'm saying I just love to let people know That they're doing well Whatever I Whatever I can do To benefit or help You know what I'm saying I'm willing to do it So like You know I feel like we need more people like that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The father, mm-hmm. the artist, the performer. I'm going to tell y'all something you already know. Hard work beat talent when talent don't work hard. Mm-hmm. But if talent do both of
1: them,
3: that's your ass. Anyway, <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs>